Welcome to this episode of Stacks and Stories, the podcast of the Mississippi Library Commission. On today's episode, the recommendations continue as Alex, Charlie, Mary Rogers, and Miranda give book recommendations for parks and recreation characters who, as John Ralphia would put it, are the worst. Please note that the audio has been pulled from the video Parks and Recommendations Part 3 and has been edited to fit the podcast format. Stay tuned. Hello, and welcome to the last episode, which is a sad day, for our Parks and Recommendations series. Uh, we've done two before, that's why this is the third one. And this one's theme is people you may not want to work with. These are the main characters from Parks and Rec and we're going to make book recommendations to the characters and we have a special segment at the end. My name is Charlie Simpkins. I'm the digital consultant here at the Mississippi Library Commission. Uh, Let's get some introductions out of the way. I'm Miranda Vaughn. I am a reference and archives librarian here at MLC. My name is Alex Brower. I am the information services director here at MLC. My name is Mary Rogers Beal, and I am the Talking Book Services Director here at MLC. Okay, so I'll start it off. My person is, we love to hate her. She is one of the antagonists of the show. Her name is Tammy Swanson, although we like to refer to her as Tammy too. She is the second ex-wife of Ron Swanson. She is her personality she's kind of a I would say a seductress Whitney's Whitney she definitely has some sort of energy that really just draws them in yes um that's kind of her superpower she's like a a siren slash seductor she is also uh ironically a librarian <laughs> my first book for Tammy which she's a librarian she should be exposed to a variety of books so she may have already read this but I'm recommending her The Wives by Taryn Fisher. It came out in I think 2019 so it's still fairly new. It's about this woman named Thursday who is part of a polygamous relationship marriage sort of like she she hasn't met any of her husband's other wives I think her husband. So she would be on TLC? If there was a show about her, she would definitely star. Oh, yes. For sure, she would have her own reality show. But she is a psychological thriller. She meets one of the wives at some point and ends up finding out something, I don't know, sinister maybe about her husband. And so it sends her on this whole thrilling um, adventure. I feel like Tammy just thrives on toxic relationships. Like she wouldn't want a book that has romance and a happy ending. I mean, I don't know if this has a happy ending or not. Like read it and find out. (laughs) (laughs) But like the whole like toxic marriage thing, that is her forte. I think she would love it. Well, my person, I wouldn't mind working with them as long as I wasn't in charge of them. John Ralphio Saperstein, who is the self-confident wannabe playboy in love with Leslie uh, that we all know and love. So I feel like we would have to trick him into reading. So one way I think we could do that is to dangle words that he likes 
you know, in front of him. And I think this book has one of those words. It is called The Playboy Interview. And it is just the articles from Playboy. So you can actually say, I just read Playboy from the, for the articles, which he probably says to impress some ladies. But it has all sorts of famous people in here. It has Mel Brooks. It has Marlon Brando. It has John Lennon and Yoko Ono. And I really feel like John Ralphio has some Yoko Ono energy. Uh, he could really be weird and do scream singing and whatever else art she does. I just feel like they would really connect. And so we would have tricked him into reading this book and then he would better himself. I really hope. <laughs> That's a good idea. You know, I took one of those BuzzFeed quizzes that was like, which character are you? Mm-hmm. And of course I'm like, fingers crossed, Leslie, no, obviously. <laughs> got John Ralphio. <laughs> I don't know what that says about me. You have chaotic energy, but you are a free spirit. He just follows his heart. And I really think he should be admired for that. I got one of my favorite people from the show, but of course I would not want to work with him. Jerry Gergich. But, you know, Jerry just, he loves his wife, Gail, and his three daughters, and he loves Muncie, Indiana. <laughs> and, you know, Jerry's just a normal guy, and he got a lot of um, undeserved flack, I feel, but it was still funny. Like, I still laughed when they made fun of him. So, the book I chose for him, it's called What Was I Thinking? Um, the Dumb Things We Do and How to Avoid Them. I might need this sometimes too, but definitely Jerry. And, you know, because sometimes he'll probably, he'll do things and he'll say, oh, what was I thinking? And yeah, I think Jerry would just want to, you know, be like, okay, why did I do that? How can I not do that? Yeah. Who wrote that? Oh, I'm sorry. It's by William B. Helmerich, PhD. No, I think that's a perfect book for him. He definitely needs it. Mm -hmm. Just based on the title alone. Okay, so... I have the lovable goofball Andy Dwyer. He is kind of like a golden retriever or a lab in person form. Just uh, very sweethearted, not really. um, Well, he changed. In the first season, he was very much a jerk. But then after he started to actually have some personal growth, not necessarily uh, professional growth, but just personal growth and he also really wanted to be a cop like he was really sad he aced the actual procedural test but he bombed the personality test and for that reason I would recommend Confessions of an Undercover Agent, Adventures, Close Calls, and the Toll of a Double Life by Charlie Spillers. This book is nonfiction. it's about a guy who was born in Louisiana. Um, After high school, he joined the Marines. He served in Vietnam. Then when he came back, he went to Baton Rouge, uh, served on the police department there, worked undercover, ended up going undercover to get rid of some police corruption in the area. Once his- Get rid of how? Huh? It seems very ominous. <laughs> Get rid of how was he dragging people off into the bay? What was he well, doing? Well, I haven't read that part of the book. You've let me down, Charlie. <laughs> well, let me down. Leads to the next part, he his cover was blown, and <gasps> so the police knew that he was undercover investigating them. 
So he ended up going to the Mississippi Bureau of Narcotics and worked there for 13 years. And so he's had all these adventures and this book kind of walks through and talks about like some of the techniques that he used and the adventures he had. Fun fact, I have actually met him in real life what? because I used to work in Oxford and I, I worked at a bank and he came in, I guess, do you have like the year that that book came out? I want to say this was around like 2018. 2016. 2016. Okay. Well, he brought in his card that had like information about the book on it and was like letting me know that he had this book and stuff. Like he was in there doing his bank business, I guess, but then like. <laughs> While I'm in here, check out schmooze a little bit. <laughs> I probably still have his card somewhere. Mm-hmm. I've talked to some like or police department people and fire department folks, and they knew him personally. Like he helped instruct some of their classes, and they actually went through and read it and loved the book. Like they said, it's very much his personality, so it's very mm-hmm. conversational. I guess it's my turn again. So. The book that I recommended before for Tammy too, I feel like was something that she would like to read. This one I'm recommending to her as a fan of the show, (laughs) knowing how she is. I feel like she really needs this book, even though she might not choose it for herself. It's called, He's Just Not That Into You. (laughs) Yes. It's written by Greg Barrett, I think is how you say his last name, and Liz Chichillo. They were um, consultants on... Sex in the City back when it was on. So this book is actually a couple of years old, but it still holds up. I've read it like three times. It's basically, <laughs> it's written for women, but like, I mean, I guess like men could read it too, but basically like paying attention when you're in, when you're dating and in relationships and stuff, what they say versus what that means or what they're doing and stuff. And like hints that they'll give you that like, they're just not that into you and I feel like she's not getting the hint with Ron Swanson and maybe this would be helpful to her just be like girl like you you need to move on I have to disagree with you I think she definitely is getting the hint and she just doesn't care she knows what she's doing she's smart I mean self-help is never wrong self-help is never a bad thing (laughs) you can read it she just might not care So my next book for John Ralphio, when, you know, he likes to get his money the old fashioned way, which is getting hit by Alexis. But, you know, when he's not flush with cash, he often has a little side gig. So this book is called Side Hustle from Idea to Income in 27 Days. So he probably wouldn't take that long. He would probably go ahead, like skim the chapter titles and then put them into action immediately. But I think hopefully, you know, this could, he could take inspiration and turn himself around and start a small business, but he could take something from this and learn and find his niche in the world. And with a side hustle myself, you know, I find it inspirational. So yeah, I think I like he would really like the it. King, he's the king of side hustles. So, mm-hmm. I mean, That's, he needs that book for sure. Like, I don't even really think all he, he does. Has, yeah, I don't think he has a main hustle. For Jerry, I just imagine him in the evening sitting by a fire and reading a nice cozy mystery. So the one I picked to recommend to him is Joanne Fluke's Chocolate Chip Cookie Murder. And it's the um, first in the series of Hannah Swenson books. You know, this one just combines sweet treats and 
murder mystery yeah and murder <laughs> who, doesn't love that? who doesn't love murder murder yeah and you know as a treat like every book in the series is about a different treat and i feel like he would somehow have each treat every time he reads a new book mm-hmm. he would make it him and gail and the yeah. girls would head on into the kitchen and he'll make it from scratch and it would just be lovely it would be such a bonding time my next selection for Andy Dwyer, since he is the lovable goofball, I, I think he would enjoy some uh, gross-out humor or, like, potty humor for kids. So I would recommend The Adventures of Captain Underpants by Dave Pilkey. Yes! Pretty much the premise is it's these two boys that are in fourth grade, George Beard and Harold Hutchins. And so the principal is on their case and one of them orders this little hypno ring and it comes in and they convince him that he is the superhero that they created. That's perfect for him. <laughs> so he would definitely love that. He would definitely <laughs> love that. He would have a Captain Underpants tattoo. Yeah, I think he would enjoy the whole series because I've looked yes. up, there's 12, book in, 12 books in the series. The fifth one, I think he would just enjoy some of the titles. Captain Underpants and the Wrath of the Wicked Wedgie Woman. Those books hold a special place in my heart because they first started coming out like right when I got into like reading a whole lot. I loved them. I had all of the books when I was a kid. They, and he would definitely love those. All right. And so we do have a final segment that Miranda is going to introduce. So one of the probably top I would say like pop culture moments to come out of the show is the idea of treat yourself (laughs) yeah so it was started by Tom and Donna basically they just take a day off and go shopping and get mani pedis and just do whatever they want to make themselves feel luxurious and all that but it's sort of become like even people who don't watch the show it's like people say treat yourself you know Mm -hmm. you have to say it with that like punch you know so our segment is called treat yourself And we are sharing books that make us feel good, that make us happy, that make us feel relaxed and luxurious and like we're treating ourselves. And my book, even though I have several, this one really stuck out to me because it came to me in a moment when I really, really needed to treat myself to something like this. But the book is called Dumplin' by Julie. So good. When I discovered this book, I actually watched the movie first. Both of them are wonderful. I don't know if y'all noticed, but there's not a lot of fat representation in media. (laughs) And this book has a plus size protagonist. This book has everything. (laughs) It has romance, friendships, mother-daughter relationships, drag queens, Dolly Parton. That's where I'm essentially Yeah, it's so good. Um, just a little background. The main character's name is Willa Dean. She's a teenager in Texas. Her mom is a beauty queen from back in the day who has never quite moved past that. And she, you know, is a plus size teenager. It doesn't really feel like she fits the beauty queen thing. So she just sort of as a protest joins the beauty pageant or competes in the beauty pageant and ends up inspiring other girls to do the same so she develops friendships with them and it's just it's just like a feel-good book any any kind of books like this that have like underrepresented people in it I enjoy but Dumplin' specifically is wonderful I guess I will go next so my book is called Love Ruby Lavender and this is by Deborah Wilde and I love 
Deborah Wilde. When I was a kid, I loved all her books. I just really connected with her. Ruby Lavender has chickens. She lives in Mississippi. She loves her grandma. And I used to be really close to my grandmother when I was a kid. And then her grandpa dies. Spoiler. And then my grandfather died too. So I just really connected with her. And just whenever I want to feel happy, I just read one of Deborah Wall's books. Like they're all just so good. And I just love it. I just love, love Ruby Lavender. I just saw myself reflected in her. And it just, it's always cozy whenever I sit down and read it. So my book pick for this is Little Women. Honestly, I hadn't read this book until within the past four and a half years. But I watched the 1994 version so I think it was actually good that I had watched that that version first because I could visualize the people better and all. But, you know, I just really loved seeing sisters being close. And I feel like it's just a happy story. I mean, yeah, there's some sad parts, but there's sad parts in life. And, yeah, no, so. I agree. I've never read the book. I've really? only seen like a couple of the adaptations. I think I've seen the Katherine Hepburn adaptation and then the, the one with Winona Ryder. Yeah. So I guess like, it, it pretty much was the same as the book like did, did they take any like crazy liberties or anything I feel like it's close but then the most recent one the 2019 version I feel like it was very close to the book too but like totally different than the 1994 version it does make me happy like mm-hmm. I can read it at different parts now and it still applies so my treat yourself book since it's supposed to be the book that makes you happy it was hard for me to pick one, so I just ended up picking one of the last books that I really enjoyed. It's called Moon of the Crusted Snow by Wabgisha Grice. He is a First Nations writer in Canada, and he wrote this book. It's a apocalyptic, post-apocalyptic novel. Well, no, not even post-apocalyptic. It's apocalyptic. So they live in this... Uh, community where they get gas trucked in every few months they have to have groceries delivered every few months and so some of them still depend on going out and hunting and trapping things like that to keep the refrigerators full and but then things go dark all of a sudden there's no more community radio communication with the outside world the electricity is cut off and as this And then all of a sudden, this outsider shows up, kind of scary. He has all these guns, and he starts kind of manipulating his way into having some power. There's a constant tension in it, which I kind of enjoy watching it from the outside. And it makes me feel whenever I read it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I could survive that. I've read this book. I know exactly what to do. (laughs) Not that. (laughs) So. Um, and that kind of terrifies me to be honest <laughs> I was like I don't feel relaxed or no. treated <laughs> hearing about this book <laughs> I mean if that's what you good. like it sounds really good it does not sound like something I would read to relax but it does sound very good that is it that is the conclusion of parks and recommendations featuring this uh, crew of people and we thank you for tuning in we hope you enjoyed it and we hope you check out some of the books that we recommended and hopefully we will see you soon with some new content thanks for listening to stacks and stories the podcast of the mississippi library commission we hope you enjoyed today's episode and please remember to support your local public libraries often